Hello. Good morning. Do you remember how we do this? We talk about TV and what we watch on TV. <laughs> We're on episode two. Of the podcast? Of the podcast. Okay. So that everything- Or up, like 62. I don't know. Everything up to now was uh, was just a test. Yes. Those, those episodes will never be released. No. <laughs> oh, wait. We saw Gilmore Girls and we did- Seven, eight episodes of that. So we're yeah. on episode nine. Yeah, I, I mean, you realize that was yeah, it was a year ago now. We were we yes. were kind of just starting our big time rewatch, um, and now you were sad to report to me the other day that uh, whatever Lauren Graham's new show was going to be is uh, not getting picked up. Did you say it was it was a pilot that didn't get picked up? I think so. Well, maybe they'll invite her to be on the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> no, I was thinking uh, the Paladinos. The Sherman Palladino's new uh, new Amazon show that we watched the one pilot episode of and then liked the yeah. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That sounds right. I think I didn't just make that up. I'm pretty sure that's right. The Lady Comedian Show. She could go be on that show for as a guest or a something. Yeah. Um, Alexis Bledel, on the other hand, <laughs> as you noted, I, I'm realizing that's why you suggested The Handmaid's Tale because Rory's already on there. Yes. Or I think Logan's show's going to actually make it oh is that the good good wife sequel the good no. fight he's a doctor on something mm, dr logan is yes. that the name of the show no dr huntsberger that's google you should google that oh i should google that okay i mean you could probably google lorelei not show oh but it's so much more fun for us to just speculate randomly okay he doesn't have a weird name do you know his name something huntsberger no it's like it starts with a G and it's no Grzynski, something like that. There's a Z in there. I know that for yeah. sure. Mark Grzynski? No. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's like Krzyzewski. Yeah, it's something <laughs> weird like that. Can you just go to... We're being, um, I think we might be, this might be racist toward uh, Greek people. I was going to go German. Some... It's definitely not German. Sorry, because I'm a horrible Matt racist. Yeah, Matt. Shukri. Bam. I just want everybody to know that I remember that. Google did help me with a little autocomplete on the name spelling. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like a year older than me. No kidding? No, he's a year younger than you. Oh, crap, that's right. Still, though, this dude is 40? Yeah, he don't look 40. I wish I looked that good at 40. Babyface. There it is. The... the Resident. Yeah. He's Conrad Hawkins on The Resident. A young, idealistic doctor. Yeah, a young doctor played by a 40-year-old man who just happens to look like he could have just come out of med school. Like 30. He looks 10 years younger. Begins his first standard supervision of a tough, brilliant senior resident who pulls the curtain back on all the good and evil in, expand summary, modern-day medicine. Lives may be saved or lost, but expectations will always be shattered. Is this Fox still searching for a show to be their house replacement? Maybe this is it. Let's watch the trailer. All we want to do is help our patients. But what they don't teach us in medical school is there are so many ways to do harm. I called you up here to discuss the incident from this morning. Just a tragic situation. Did you hit an artery? On an appendectomy? How could that happen? The patient had an undisclosed heart condition. What did you see? Some family history of heart disease. Maybe he had a heart attack. Uh, that works. That's exactly right. 
There was no way to prevent this. You need to consider a change before you kill any more patients. Who's the hospital gonna believe? A third-year resident with a doctor that bills $20 million a year. Go be one of those celebrity TV doctors. You look the part. You watch yourself, Conrad. Hey, man. You know where I can find Dr. Conrad Hawkins? Namaste. You found him. Take off that tie. You're not at Harvard anymore. Let's go. I was a first-year intern just like you. Top of your class, followed all the rules, and you think that puts you at an advantage? It doesn't. Just means you have more to unlearn than the guys who weren't paying attention. You do whatever I tell you, no questions asked. I need a new resident. Mine's a psychopath. You got Conrad. Yes, I did. Watch and learn. Wait, Status? say what? She's, She's on this team. And that chicky from Brothers and Sisters or whatever. Yeah. Emily Thorne. Yeah. Her heartbeat is back. You saved my life, Dr. Bell. Now somebody's interested. This just isn't what I imagined. Medicine isn't practiced by saints. It's a business. And they're really good doctors and nurses. I just want to be one of them. I think you do, too. Go on. Do it. Conrad, seriously. You should do it, not me. Come on, be a doctor. Or go be something else. I made myself believe. Annabeth, five. She had cancer. I gave her too much potassium. She died. And I rebuild them piece by piece. From me, not the cancer. Everything you thought you knew about medicine is wrong. All the rules that you followed will break. If it were easy, everyone would be a doctor because this is the best job in the world, despite everything. Because of everything. You saved her life. So when does that start? I have no idea. It starts in 2017. <laughs> Sometime in the next two and a half months. Well, it's Fox, so they always they have a lot of late start shows. They do a lot of October starts because of baseball playoffs usually. Well, I'll give them this. They put they cut together a decent trailer, mm-hmm. if nothing else. The um, the the new Doctor guy is from something that we've seen. Oh, Mr. Harvard, it comes in with its tie on. Yes. I can't really see the pictures very well. Yeah, the IMDb is not really up to uh, up to snuff yet since it uh, doesn't really exist as a show yet. Manish Dayal is the guy's name. And we recognize him from Halt and Catch Fire, season three of Halt and Catch Fire. He's the guy that was working with uh, um, Dude Man, who then, spoiler alert, right? Didn't he, uh, didn't he take a dive? <laughs> He left on a low note. I mean, ultimately, it was it was high to begin with. Yeah. But it descended rapidly. Yep. Now that we saw it, they did it well. They did. So speaking of Halt and Catch Fire, we haven't started season four, but it's it is back. Oh, for it its, is for its final ten episode season. Oh, the finale. Yes, we get to see them invent the internet now, okay. since they've invented everything else. But I thought what's his name invented the internet. Well, maybe they're going to meet Al Gore in okay. season four. Do you think Al Gore will play himself? Could be. Or they'll come up with somebody, an actor that looks like Al Gore. Maybe he'll play himself and they'll do the CGI youngening of him like uh, like Marvel does in their 
uh, movies now, okay. like young Kurt Russell. They do that to me. Do you know that there was an article where Kurt Russell claimed, I don't know if it was him trying to make it sound like he doesn't look as old as he really does or what, but he basically was trying to say that all the youngening in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 movie was just achieved with makeup, and it was absolutely not. Like, there was extensive, like, amazing computer graphics work done, effects work done to uh, to make young, flowing hair Kurt Russell. It's bad enough that the computer graphics uh, effects industry, people don't get paid as much as they probably should for as important as they are to movies. Uh, they then don't get the recognition either because people try to pretend that their work didn't really happen. I mean, he's already admitting that he looks old. So why not just be like, I mean, does that make it sound like he's not as old because they can just make him look younger? With I don't makeup? know. I don't know. But sometimes people just say things and he might not even been doing it on purpose. He probably just doesn't know. Um, probably knows they did makeup on him and or they had to do extra makeup on him to make help make the graphics do whatever. I don't know. All I know is I, I got to say, I think he looks pretty awesome. I've been glad to see him popping up in movies and stuff again. I'm ready for an Escape from New York uh, sequel, another one. Okay. You've never seen Escape from New York. Oh, we might have a we might have a topic for a future show. Here we were last trying night. to figure out what the hell movie to watch last night. It's about like having a date night trying and to I, figure out what to do. I could have turned on Escape from New York. Let's tell people about our date night. <laughs> uh, we're bad at date night. That's what happens after. Oh, let's not try to think about how long since we've had a date night <laughs> before that. I was trying to figure out how long we've been married. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a date night. I start a lot of sentences with so on the podcast. Have you noticed that? So stop. A few weeks ago, your parents visited us for a weekend, and I decided that uh, the one night they could handle Penelope bedtime, which really means Penelope handled Penelope bedtime. She She's pretty self-sufficient at this point on the bedtime front. So I said, hey, I want to take my wife out on a date. We haven't done that in a while. And they were cool with it. We were going to go see it. We were going to get dinner. We had a plan. The plan was eat food, see scary movie. Go home. Go home. This was the plan. Food, movie, home. I mean, it was like opening weekend of the movie. It was. It was. But when was the last time a movie was sold out that you can remember that you were wanting to go see? Two weeks ago. (laughs) Before. A month ago, whatever it was. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, before that, before the most recent occurrence. I don't know. I have a kid and don't go to newly released movies on opening weekend. I honestly cannot recall the last time a movie was sold out. Because we don't go to them. I go to movies all the time. We go to movies all the time. Yeah, we do, but like weirdly. <laughs> we have... A crazy amount of regal points. We go to a lot of movies. It's, like, to a lot it's of like the only thing we do. I haven't gone to a solo movie in a while, actually. Not since... Um, Your best friend moved away. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about a true solo movie where like, I literally go by myself at 10 o'clock at night. That's because you realize you're older and you mm. can't recover as quickly. I did read an interesting article last night about sleep and how uh, anybody who thinks they can survive on less than... Um, seven hours is basically full of crap. I'm here to say I cannot survive consistently. We got eight last night. You realize that? I don't feel like it. I know. Me neither. It's weird. I need like a day. 
Oh, that's not a thing. This this article I read also confirmed that. I already the catching up on sleep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I think we all know that, but people make comments about it all the time anyway. But it's really not a thing. No, essentially what it said was, um, you know, if you got enough sleep, if you would have woken up without an alarm. I haven't had that in a long time. <laughs> it does happen to me on at least uh, six years. Happens to be on weekdays sometimes. Although it's hard to distinguish whether I'm waking up because I had to pee or I'm waking up because I'm ready to wake up. It has happened in the last six years, but rarely. Anyway, date night. Date night. So we've given away part of the story talking about movies being sold out, but... Yeah, we don't go see it. (laughs) We might get food. We still haven't seen it. Um, So yeah, we go, and the place where we're going to go to the movie, it's one of these like outdoor mall things, although it's a pretty small scale. It's not, not, it's like basically a square. It's like a mall. Yeah. And then like, they it's like a downtown square, but with yeah. shops. It's like a, a fake town square. And a movie theater. And so we. Where the rent is super high and all the stores are closing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just a revolving door of, <laughs> of stores. So the key thing that we forgot before we went was this theater is currently being remodeled. So half of it is closed, which means they're showing way less movies than normal. And the movies they might normally be showing in three theaters, I think they were only showing in one. Yeah, so the Regal 12 is like the Regal 6. Because we drove, uh, we cruised past the theater while we were looking for a parking spot. And we're like, oh, wow, it's pretty busy at the theater tonight. Hmm. This was Saturday night of the opening weekend of it. Yes. So whenever that was, a few weeks ago. We park and we're like, okay, we'll go get some to eat and we'll uh, get our tickets, you know, before the movie sometime. <laughs> And so we go to this, uh, it's like a sports bar where we, uh, we've been many times and they have good food and they usually get you in and out of there pretty quickly. So we didn't have a ton of time before the movie was going to start. And we go in and get, uh, on the wait list. There's like one couple in front of us. And so we're thinking, okay, this won't, this won't take very long. Well, then we realized that it was game night. It's college football Saturday night and Basically, the entire place was there watching a football game. Yeah. They were not moving. Nobody was moving. Nobody wanted to leave. So we sat there for about 10 or 15 minutes, during which we said, oh, well, we'll buy our movie tickets while we sit here and wait. So we get on the app on the phone. Oh, this is weird. And it uh, doesn't seem to be uh, letting me buy tickets. Oh, my gosh. It's sold out. (laughs) And they had a couple different showings, none of which were available. And... So we pretty quickly decided, well, I guess we're not going to the movie. Because then we wasn't Opry available, but we decided we couldn't get there in time or yeah, something. Yeah, we could have like we could have like really raised. We're like, well, that's that's not what we're trying to do here. We're not trying to have like race across town under the wire to get to the movie theater in time. Not like for the first day of Studio Ghibli when you're in Green Hills trying to then get to the opera because Green Hills sold out. Yes, the uh, so yeah, we said okay, forget it. We'll bail on the movie. We'll just do do other stuff. Well, then we realized, well, we're bailing on this place to eat, too, because even though there's only one couple in front of us, if they're not turning any tables over, we're not going to get to sit down anytime soon. Plus, very loud. It was very loud. And one of the things that we like to do when we do get our once-a-year date night <laughs> is actually talk to each other. So instead, while we were in the neighborhood before we drove away, we thought, well, we might as well go to the Gymboree store that's closing and uh, and buy some uh, Super Markdown clothes for for our child. So that was activity that became activity one of date night. The most fashionable child or person in this house. 
Oh, yeah. yeah is, she, our, is our daughter. She's got the most interesting wardrobe, that's for sure. Lots of shoes. Yeah, so we spent 100 bucks at Gymboree, and then we were like, well, let's go to this Mexican place that we like. They have a nice patio. It was a great, a great night. night. It was, oh, man, it was like 72 degrees. Breezy, perfect, perfect patio restaurant night. So we're like, this is fortuitous. The fact that the, we didn't get a table at the sports bar. This will be way more chill. Enjoy a margarita. That's right. We'll get a couple of drinks. We don't have, we don't have to go to a movie. We'll just enjoy each other's company. So we go down to the Mexican place. We get seated right away. It's not very busy in there. They got a lot of servers, a lot of people hanging out. We're like, this will be great. There's several people on the patio. They kind of seat us. They seat us kind of around the corner on the patio. Yeah. Uh, But there's a couple other tables right around us wrapping up, like, you know, finishing their meals. And somebody comes right away and, and gets us chips and salsa. On it. And nobody comes to take our drink order. Still have the menus. Yep. We're having a long discussion about, hey, maybe we want to try something new tonight. We want to share something. Oh, yeah. We're like, you know, dissecting the menu, trying to see, combine our Mexican cravings or whatever and figure out what's what's the best combo to get, get a little a la carte item or side thing. Which queso we're going to get full on Mexican food discussion. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like intrigue Michelle with some dishes that she's not Try usually had. New. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some new stuff going. Yeah, branch out from nachos. And yeah, fajita nachos are Michelle's staple uh, Mexican food order. Yeah. It's less complicated for them to screw up and put weird stuff in. Yes, meat and cheese Vegetables. only. <laughs> Extra black olives. All the guacamole in the world. <laughs> Just to be clear, uh, Michelle gets meat and cheese and chips, and that is all. Correct. Sometimes sour cream. If they can do that without screwing it up. If they can do it without charging like an extra like $5. Yeah, apparently sour cream costs a lot more when you're a restaurant, because we could get like a whole tub of it for a dollar and a half. I know. <laughs> like, why are you not going to Kroger and getting the like giant tub for like a dollar nineteen? We don't all need Daisy. That's... We all don't need a dollop of Daisy. I need, I need a dollop of Kroger. This is why we don't go out more. We're cheap. The person never comes to take our drink order. We're sitting there. The The two other tables that were in our side of the patio, um, have, we didn't realize, but they had like were essentially paying their bills and, and leaving. And when they were doing that, it was right when we had sat down. And so we still were very much into the menus. And so I'm sure the server person was like, oh, I'll get back to them. They're still deciding. I'll get back to them in a minute. But then... Somehow the chips got all eaten, and yet we still had nothing to drink. We have not ordered actual food. 30 minutes. We yeah, sat it there was for 30, 30 minutes. minutes. I know because we checked our watches and, yes. and decided, okay, at what point are we going to leave? Because one thing to know about us, if you don't uh, already, is we are not restaurant complainers. No. We're, I'm not going to go get a person... We don't call scenes. Do you have any people. idea how long we've been waiting at this table? <laughs> yeah, we don't get the the attitude. We just leave. We just like quietly get up, exit, go to our car, and leave. And that's exactly what we did in the scenario. So we're 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 nearing the end of the thing, thing of chips. We're Even very we, thirsty. We point. we could have gone out the little side gate, but no, we actually went in back into the restaurant and left like a normal person would leave, and not like jump over the gate or just go out the little side gate thing yeah the uh the funny thing is i mean we were gonna we don't we don't drink a lot these days when we go out but yeah. we were both like ready to get uh, we're cheap. some beverages 
Uh, this was probably going to be a 40 $50 tab by the time we were done with all our a la carting and all that stuff. We were on date night. I guess he didn't know. We should have came in and said, we're on date night. I started like flashing my wad. You know, we got <laughs> Actually, to... I think you had the cash, so you'd have been flashing your yeah. wad. We're on date night. We're we're here to like order food and drinks. Next we... time we'll go back there and we'll, <laughs> do, we'll come in and we'll go date night and we'll make a big deal out of it. I'll make sure to say date night. <laughs> Start no tip. kids attached. We could do the oh, the super tipping thing where we like give them the tip as we walk in and we're like, make sure we're well taken care of tonight. Thanks. <laughs> These two twenties are are yours if the service is right. Right. <laughs> ba, 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 da, we're not cool enough to ba, do this. Ba, ba, um. So yeah, that's how it went down. We sat there and ate an entire ba- basket of chips, free food, and we're like, well, we apparently don't exist. <laughs> a guy did come around, but he was the guy just bussing the tables, and so he did not engage with us at all. He obviously did not engage with the server. Nope, he didn't say like, you know, hey, buddy, uh, uh, those <laughs> people over there look, uh, look hungry. <laughs> they Thirsty. ate a basket of chips, but I don't think they have anything to drink. Yeah, they don't even have uh, water, so they uh, they, look, they look like they're about to uh, uh, pass out from thirst. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we finally said, well... I guess that we we, did, we have one of those things where we're like, okay, well, if they haven't come by the time yeah. the chips are completely gone, we'll just get up and leave. And that's exactly what we did. Realized on our way out, should have realized on our way in, that all those servers I saw were standing at the bar watching a soccer game on television. And it was apparently far more interesting than helping customers. Than earning a paycheck or tip. <laughs> He's getting a paycheck. I mean, it would He's have been not a, getting a tip. I'm a generous tipper when I'm out on date night. It would have been at least a $10 tip. Just speculating on what the uh, tab probably would have been. I, mean, I tipped like five something the other night. So that was a bomb. So that's two restaurants uh, bust. And our only activity at this point was spending money on our child. The one night of the year that we aren't with our child. Yeah. <laughs> the So we're, we're getting kind of desperate at this point. We're thinking, all right, fast food. Because at this point, it is 9 o'clock. It's been a while. It's like approaching 9 if it's not 9 already. Yeah. So we end up going to a uh, pizza joint, New York-style pizza joint. Uh, it's actually, and it's actually, I think, run by some transplants from the New York, New Jersey area. I have had people who are from that area say that it, 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 it's at least one of the best um, pizza places in the Nashville area. And it's not in like Hipsterville or anything, so you can actually just, you know. Get it without having to go way downtown or anything. Has that person been to Five Points yet? Yes, that person finally went to Five Points the other day and did it, did say that it was the best pizza they'd had in Nashville. Oh, okay, that's and that they had, that they had nailed it on the uh, on the style and everything. But that is an area that's hard to kind of get to and find parking. And yeah, that's East Nashville, super hipster town. Two olds like us would stick out like sore thumbs on a Saturday night. Although we'd have been there at the right time. They'd be like, oh, look at these people. They're out having dinner at nine o'clock. <laughs> they must be cooler than they look. <laughs> Especially by the time we got down there. Yeah, exactly. Maybe next time we'll do that. So we go to this pizza joint. Uh, there's there's actually a couple of people in there. I was kind of surprised. <laughs> and uh, although they were like within an hour of closing time. And so we go in and normally this place I'm used to going at lunchtime. And so they've got a lot of slices out, you know, different, different pizzas and all that. And so I just, I just was honest with the lady. I said, I've never come here this close to closing time. What's the procedure? What's available? 
The family came in after us, though. Yeah, they were they were pretty cool. They were like basically we can make anything. Um, so we got a couple slices and uh, a cannoli. Yes, a treat. And it was delicious. So yeah, we finished eating, and it was almost ten o'clock. So we went home. Yep. And that was that was date night. Full of pizza, and just to kind of follow up on the Mexican restaurants, we went there. Last weekend? Oh, yeah. It was last weekend because it was another beautiful patio day. Went to the patio. Horrible service. No soccer game or a tournament. Well, it probably was soccer, but lots of people on the patio, though. The guy was just spacey, like... Well, I think we realized that they had one server assigned to the entire patio, which is really stupid. So there there are probably 12 four tops on that patio, 12 or 15. I know there's a... Big group that was near us. They were up against the other. There are tw- there are twelve or more. Yeah. Four tops because it's all four tops out there. And yeah, there were some people that had. There were some like couples and things, but but it was almost full. And they had one dude covering the whole section, which you know I never even waited tables. You did. Yes. But what's a, what's a normal size section to give a server? Oh, like four or five tables. That's what I thought. So they got this guy with more than twice as many tables as you ought to have. They definitely don't assign the tables that way inside the restaurant because we've been there many times. That's the disappointing part. I really like the food at this place. There's there's loads of Mexican places around town. This one is my favorite. They have some items that you can't get elsewhere. They do a really good job of understanding my nacho order. That's right. They consistently don't put a bunch of weird crap on Michelle's nachos. <laughs> but uh, so what we've done is we've decided that we will never go back to their patio again. No. Even if it is the most picturesque idyllic patio day we will eat inside unless i handcuff him to the table oh the server (laughs) yes we could get him like an like an ankle like a shackle or something he could have some freedom of motion or unless they install little like pager buttons oh they need the chilies system with the stupid android tablet at the table that one place in springdale arkansas had that didn't they drink refill they had a little button flaming queso oh yeah they totally had that Marketplace yes. Grill. Can't get that here because that was a local. That was good stuff. Was. So one of these days we'll go to Moe's in Hendersonville when it opens finally. Yep. So that was date night. Yep. Came home. Apparently the child had been in bed for... 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. She gets to stay up pretty late. Con to the grandparents. Oh yeah. I stay up late sometimes. <laughs> Daddy said I could stay up late. <laughs> and well, I guess we'll, we don't care. we'll see it when it comes out on... Uh, DVD. The home video. Yes. When we can rent it. From the iTunes store. Was renting now like five bucks or something? Yeah, six bucks, something like that. Plenty of things to see. Do we have any, uh, I hear the child is awake, so do we have any uh, short uh, reviews? You probably don't have a ton to say about Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. I just want to close the loop and we could probably just, you. I will shut up and let you kind of share your thoughts because you have completed your alien education i have you've seen them all okay we're not all... we're not watching there's there's alien versus predator and some oh, other yeah, crap okay. i don't consider those to be canonical uh, i don't think most people do we're not going there um what's the oral oh is that the that's the new space show mm-hmm. okay i highly recommend that i'm gonna like veto this alien thing right now well th- <laughs> i think that well i think that says all you need to say well i'll delete it from the list we wanted to talk about it Alien 3 sucked, right? You it's know, it's all weird. Just that's watch. the one where she was in prison with all the dudes. Oh, yeah. Just watch the first one. And then... The second one. Yeah. With the little with girl. With the little girl. Yeah. yeah. And the newer one that came out was okay. Oh, the one that just was in the theater? Yeah. Covenant? Yeah. 
It's fine. fine. Just for probably the oh, and then whatever else with dude, man, Dave, Dave, David. Yeah, David. The two with the Davids. Fastbender. Yes, the one before that with David, and this one with David. You like Prometheus? Just because of David. Okay. I would watch it just. I bet somebody could make a supercut that would condense the last two together into something about an hour and a half long. That would be. Probably Much so. better? Yeah. Okay. So the Orville. You want to talk about the Orville? Go for it. I just want to, for all the people that not you're not into Star Trek and you like funny things, this is for you. Interesting. Because I'm not a big Star Trek person. I know. That's why I was... I was... That's why I'm, I'm kind of more into this because it's not, I don't know, maybe it's not as Star Trek. I mean... No, it's definitely not. It's... I mean, I know it's not Star Trek, it's but it's like of... even their little languagey and terminology things... Probably are different. Yeah, they're very clearly like based in a lot of the same ideas, but they they very purposely have come up with their own names for things. I think probably for legal reasons as much as anything well, yeah. else. Even though a Star Trek person did do an episode lately? I thought you said like was directed or something. Oh, the one we just watched was directed by Jonathan Frakes. He's been, he was uh, Commander Riker on Star Trek Next Generation. Beard, beard guy. Okay, I think I know that. Handsome second in command guy. Patrick Stewart, Baldini, is, okay. was the captain. Yeah. And brown okay. or dark dark hair, beard. I probably would recognize him. Man next to him. Um, he's had quite a career as a director of, okay. of TV and movies since then. So he knows a little, little something about how to how to shoot an episode of space spaceship television. So yeah, things like it's not called Warp Drive. It's called Quantum Drive. I think they very purposely have like a different name for everything. Does Star Trek use tractor beams to suck people right That's back? a pretty, that's a generic term. I know it's a generic term, but I'm just saying that they ever use yes. tractor beams. Yes, yeah. there's tractor beams. Sucked them right in. Yes. That's what <laughs> the whole time I kept thinking that in this last episode. Spoiler alert, tractor beams. Oh man, now you've given it all away. <laughs> tractor beams, ah. And Chicky, so it's, what's his name? Seth? Not Seth. Yes. Yeah, no. Seth MacFarlane. MacFarlane. Family guy. Seth Green. And American Seth Dad. Something. He's the creator of those shows. He created this show, and it, clearly he has a lot of power at Fox because I don't think this show would have gotten made uh, if it wasn't him saying, like, hey, I want to do this. And Fox is basically like, okay, you can do whatever you want to do because half our shows are, <laughs> came out of your brain. <laughs> and then Chicky from Friday Night Lights. Yes. Guess what was her name? I will find it. I'm trying to think. Well, her. Oh, she was Tara, wasn't yeah, she? Tara. On Friday Night Lights from the terrible uh, storyline when she and Landry killed a guy. <laughs> the one part of Friday Night Lights nobody should watch. Leave that part out. Adrian Pilecki, that's her name. But it's got a good cast. Yeah, it is funny. I do think, as as noted by others, um, probably too many dick jokes. Oh, definitely. Oh, speaking of dicks. Yes. The Dick Show. <laughs> dick. Oh, American. Dick. American Vandal is the name of the show. Uh, it is a fake documentary series on Netflix um, in the style of a true crime thing like Serial or, uh, well, it's funny that it's on Netflix because like Making a Murderer was such a big yeah. hit for Netflix, uh, except this is a fake story about uh, how 27 faculty cars got spray painted with dicks in a school parking lot and the kid that got expelled for it and other students investigating whether or not it was really him that did it 
it's very well made <laughs> i mean whoever did this is you know it's it's right in the in the style of these true crime stories and and they didn't they didn't mess around i mean they like they spared no expense with with making it it's it's very nicely uh, made like the graphics and stuff where they're trying to establish the timeline of when the um when when it happened and when the guy was if he could have been there or not going back to the orville you're oh, you're yeah. saying you enjoy it i We've, enjoy it. i mean yes yeah, so there's a lot of adult five humor episodes now i think definitely don't put your, let your kid watch it yeah we stupidly i should have like this is all on me i was like oh new space show penelope loves space shows and anything with Seth MacFarlane's probably a no for kids. The opening, yeah, I was like, "You're an idiot, Dan." Like, I thought maybe he was trying to like do a different kind of thing, but no, he's bringing his brand of 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 dick jokes to uh, to a space show. He's like, "Why why can't I combine my love of dick jokes with my love of space?" space. <laughs> uh, you know I mean, what? You know what? Star Trek is missing dick jokes. <laughs> so I'm going to create a show. That's I mean, like Star is, Trek. He is the reason that. Cosmos was on Fox. Kramer? No, not Cosmo. <laughs> the remake of Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson that was okay. on a couple of years ago. That was only because Seth MacFarlane went to Fox and said, hey, we should do Cosmos. And they're like, okay, you call the shots, Seth. Whatever you say. And Neil deGrasse Tyson didn't make a bunch of dick jokes. So, you know, so there is the possibility mm, that know. Seth MacFarlane could be involved in something that doesn't include um, adult humor. But this is not that thing. And I don't think it's not, um, it's not like the greatest show. No. But it's entertaining. And I'm interested to see where they go with it. I think this most recent episode was uh, the one that Jonathan Frakes directed and guest starring Charlize Theron was quite good. Yeah. So yeah, give it a go. The uh, the pilot is just okay. I think it's it's like a lot of things you should watch, probably a couple of them. Give it a few episodes. And... If you do have a kid, you can watch Toy Box. Ah, yes. Yes, we've watched that's that recently kid recomm- as well. That's the kid recommendation. It is kind of fun to watch with a kid. It's uh, like Shark Tank, but f- for toys and kids. There's a lot of stuff you can fast forward through as well. Yes. You don't need to hear everybody's back. So you can watch a whole episode in 20, 20 to 30 minutes. minutes. Um, Penelope and I watched the entire first season in an afternoon while Michelle was at Bunko. That's an evening. Evening, whatever it was. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure we watched the entire first season in about about an hour and a half. I was I was pretty uh, Johnny on the spot with the fast forwarding. They changed the format up a little bit for the second season, though. Yeah. They eliminated the boring adults, and they just get them directly in with the kids to decide whether the toys suck or not. Spoiler alert: a lot of the toys suck, <laughs> and it's kind of great because the kids, you know, they're like they don't hold anything back. Why would I buy this? Can I just get a bucket from around the house and do this? Why do I need to buy your bucket? <laughs> you got these people that have spent their life savings like inventing a toy and they go in front of these kids and it just gets eviscerated, which you think like, how stupid are these people? Like, did they not play test this with like kids they know? All I know is that first episode I saw with you guys before I left for Bunko was the lady with the book on the stick. <laughs> she was... She was having a tantrum. Oh my gosh, I gotta find a clip of that. And it's like, woman. And that was before the kids actually got a hold of her. She didn't make it to to the kids. That's when they had the, like, people from Mattel and whatever veto things first. And they were just not on board with it. Butterfly book. Oh, episode two. Okay, so this lady has, it's a storybook in the shape of a butterfly. It's on a stick. She's pretty passionate about it. And the way season one worked was before you went in front of the kids, 
you had to talk to some adult toy experts. One lady works for Pixar on licensing. One guy's a reviewer of toys. And the third, the, the second lady um, is... Mattel? No, she owns... No. Mattel is like the sponsor oh, partner okay. for the show um, that makes the winning toy. Um, no, the third lady or the third person in the adult group first season was she owns a chain of candy stores that then, of course, also has some toys available. So so this is the inventor lady uh, talking to them. These are butterfly books. They are dual view, face-to-face displays. When I turn my page, your page turns simultaneously and automatically. Bambo Buckaroo has three good friends. They search for treasure and seek adventure on the river of brass. Now, this is strictly for an infant. This no, is not for... My children use these uh, all the way through about three years old. You can have it as a toy that it goes around like this. It sits on a suction cup on an extra saucer. Yes. Um, it could be in a globe format. It can be filled with any type. It's a display format. A toy company will be able to hinge the whole thing. Injection molding will be able to bring it all together. It needs to be injection molded plastic. I'm a little confused. Do you consider this a toy or almost something that changes reading? I don't think it's a toy unless this is the character that this story is about and now that's the toy. But the actual contraption, I think, is a book. It's a tool. It's a toy. It's a book. It's so many things. That's not good. Jacks of all trades end up being nothing. Well, you, know, you can't be everything to everybody. You, you I don't want turn. to be. Okay. I want to find one guy that wants to, to say, hey, that's a toy. I want to put it a, a social media camera on it. I want to make apps for it. I want to make software for it. And I want to sell it to everybody. You're the inventor. I this know. is your vision. So you decide, you know, you have to decide what it, what it is and what you want it to be. Nobody else has this. Nobody has this. Why wouldn't you want this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little torn because I think this is a really cool idea. It's been called genius and genius for the last 15 years. Uh, I'm seeing a concept, not a product. Or a clear direction where it's going. You're giving us oh, no. eight different roads you want to go. I can't fight anymore. I don't have any more fight in me. I'm a 50-year-old mother. I don't need any. I don't need this. You read to them face to face. The only way you can do that was with an injection molded toy that's not going to kill the kid. I can't make that. Mattel can't. Hey. What are you going to do? Put me through. Hey, we're trying to see if this is a good toy. It is. What do you want me to do? (laughs) The one lady is so so awkward. I think it has legs as a tool for teaching, but I don't think it's a toy, so I don't think it should go in the toy box. Jen, what are your thoughts? I think this is a great idea. It needs to be made. It needs to be injection molded cute. It needs to be made like a hippo or something cute that Mm -hmm. some super cute mom is going to show to their infant. It's not fully kind of thought out from from your point of view and what you want it to be. Jen, your decision? I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to say no to the toy Trying so bad not to be so Michelle, mean. I'm sorry. It's game over. Thanks. Appreciate your time. Thank you for coming. What the one person said is a good my concept. Last to, to do anything with it. So it's going to die. It's <laughs> going to go back in the closet and it will die. I will never bring it out again. It's done. I'm sad. 
That's all I can say. I'm gonna go home and be a flight instructor. <laughs> um. Well, first of all, put it in the garbage. Don't put it back in the closet. That's just gonna make you angry when you open the closet again one day. Becoming a hoarder <laughs> of all the negativity of your life. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the look on the face of the Pixar lady when she's like, they, they cut to it, and I'm sad that you can't hear this in audio, but <clears throat> I have a thing where I have trouble watching things that where an awkward situation, situation. is happening. So I sound like I often will put the blanket over my head while we're watching television or uh, I have to look away from the screen. Like it's, um, you know, like when it happens on like, uh, sitcoms all the time yes. where they purposely put somebody in a super awkward scenario and they make an ass of themselves and uh cloud nine and <laughs> yeah this i was definitely understanding the feelings of the pixar lady which she was just kind of like uh look as you you could tell she wanted to like identify an exit and see if she could get out of the room what do you do with awkward situations at work i do okay at work i don't know it's a it's a different thing like i, I maybe it's because like in that scenario, you have to deal with it, and so I do. Because you have an investment, kind of. Well, I mean, yeah, and it's it's like part of it's my job. You right. know, sometimes if I'm if I'm in a room where something awkward's happening, sometimes my job is to uh, help get past it. But I think that's what it is. In the case of TV, it's like I don't have to be watching this, so and you can't do anything. Um, and maybe it's a show I like, so I just have to kind of look away for a minute. Um, or you know, it's like story wise, it's something they have to do because they're doing this to this character on purpose or whatever. Anyway, so yeah. Um, it's like, a, I think Scholastic or some some kind of book company could... It, it, needs, it, does it have needs to a good... be injection molded plastic <laughs> so it doesn't kill the kid. I mean, I get the point of like, that way you can read... Apparently she has a problem with reading a book sideways or to the side of her. That's the thing. It's People solved this a long time ago. You hold the book at a distance or you sit next to the kid instead of across from the kid. And you look or at the you book just together. Read it and you go, yes, you do the pass around. Yeah, that's like sorry. I mean, lady. there is a concept, and I get her concept, but this is not a toy. No, it's absolutely not a toy. A it's toy is where you can over. give the kid the item and they play with it. Which I understand some kids play with books, but a book is a book, not a toy. Do you see this as a toy or something that changes reading? It's a tool. It's a book. It's a something. Well, there was one other T word or something. Yeah, it's it slices. It dices. It's it, a jack of all trades. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> she thought she was going to win with the jack of all trades. Oh man, that lady was was a piece of work. But seriously, she sounded like a five year old giving the tantrum. Yeah. I'm a fifty year old mom. Injection molded plastic. Yeah. It needs to be a hippo so it's cute. I'm gonna go be a flight attendant now. Or- Flight instructor. The guy gets real serious and he's like, ma'am, hippos are one of the deadliest animals in nature. I lost my arm to a hippo. And you realize that this whole time he's had a prosthetic and you didn't really notice it. Really hit. It was his brother. He lost his parent to a hippo incident. I lost both my parents on safari when I was three. So we thought hippos were fine. He's like Bruce Wayne. Okay. It was really actually eight. Wow. Yeah. It's about that time. So it wasn't like a 30 minute episode that we... No, we're right, I mean, we're right time in an hour like, of recording time. I'll cut it down, yeah. so this will be more like... 20, 15. <laughs> not quite. I'm not that good at editing. That would take a long time. It's like the old saying is, uh, I'm sorry for the length of this letter. I didn't have time to make it shorter. Got it. I think that was a Kurt Vonnegut thing. Okay. All right, well, next time... In five next months. time...
if we talked about the detectorists, I don't think we have on this show. No. I think next time we should talk about that the detectorists. That is your homework. Oh, it's so good. It's all on Netflix. We'll probably not have an episode until then. Until you, you have plenty of time to go watch The Detectorist. Yes. If we learned anything from our Gilmore Girls rewatch last year, it's that that was a lot of watching and recording frantic stuff. Yeah. We like this to be a little more chill. We're still recovering a year later. <laughs> I am. So, yes. Highly recommend The Detectorists. We're also watching Better Things with Pamela Adlon. That's funny. Um, it's delightful and very well made. Yes. And uh, what else can we recommend in the meantime? Uh, You're the Worst. Yeah. Sometimes hard to watch, but really good. So we watched um, Treat treat Yourself. Parks and Recreation. No. Dude on that. Oh, you're talking about Master of None. Yes, we watched that. And then we watched the movie from the guy. We just recently watched it. Okay. How he was supposed to marry somebody, but then he didn't because he married this girl that ended up in the hospital. Oh, The Big Sick. Yeah. That was really well done. It was a really good movie. Yes, recommended. Those are my recommendations that are not on the list. Okay. Thank you. I went off the list. Good. I thought, I thought I'm glad outside of the box. Yes. The box being the Apple Notes window on the screen. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. I think that's all I have. All right, then I guess we're done. Okay. Goodbye. Breakfast.